World changers, it's not always easy to make the right call in your business. That's why we've created Growth Bites by Growth Everywhere, the show where you can ask our host, Eric Sue, your most burning questions about making a difference while making a living. Here's Eric Sue. Today's episode of Growth Everywhere is brought to you by Single Grain. Single Grain is a digital marketing agency ran by yours truly that has helped venture-backed startups to Fortune 500 companies grow their revenues online. Single Grain covers services such as search engine optimization, Facebook advertising, Google advertising, YouTube advertising, content marketing, and conversion rate optimization. To learn more about Single Grain, go to www.singlegrain.com grow to learn about eight marketing campaigns that we've used in the past to help uh, clients grow, including the one that helped generate over 1,500% return on investment. Welcome to another episode of Growth Bites. So today we're going to talk about how to manage a remote team. Uh, one of the questions was exactly that, you know, how do you, you know, what tools and what processes do you use to manage a remote team? Um, myself in the past, working on a technology startup, about 60% of us were, were remote. Um, and, you know, I've kind of subscribed to that, that, that culture of uh, the 37 signals culture and, you know, the, the WordPress culture. Um, same thing with that startup that I was at. And, you know, we use that culture currently um, at Single Grain right now. You know, quite a few of us are remote. And, you know, the other projects I've worked on as well, obviously with different contractors, um, I've dealt with the, you know, I have an extensive amount of experience when it comes to, uh, you know, handling uh, or managing remote workers. So uh, first things first, I think it's really important to have to have communication down. And that might seem like a given, but believe it or not, a lot of companies, small businesses don't have communication down, especially when they're working with um, with people that are not right next to them. So the first thing I like to use is, is HipChat. Um, a lot of people use Slack right now. You know, Slack is valued at 1.2 billion, and they they've been growing rapidly. But you know, more or less, Slack uh, Slack is pretty much like HipChat. You know, Slack does look a little better. Um, <clears throat> pretty much, these are both chat tools. Um, you know, in the old days, if you're familiar with something like IRC or anything like that, it's just a, a simple chat tool that you open up. You can create different rooms. Um, for example, we have sales rooms. We have our marketing room. We have rooms that we use for kickoff calls. Um, for our Los Angeles office, we have a room as well. Um, so, so it's things like that. You know, there's there's different types of um, different types of rooms to, so you can segment out obviously your your teams. And what I also like to do is um, I'm sorry, combine Zapier and and HipChat. And Zapier is actually a it's a tool that allows your web applications to speak to each other. So for example, if I want to have um, you know, if, if someone fills out a lead on, on, on our website, I can have Zapier say, okay, if a, if a lead comes to our WordPress website, I want this to be filled out in a Google spreadsheet automatically. And it can do that. Or for example, if a call is scheduled with me um, and, and the call is scheduled by one of our sales representatives, um, what I can do is also, you know, if it sees that one particular sales representative scheduled the call, it can fill out um, a spreadsheet with all the leads in it saying who scheduled it exactly, when the call is for, who the call is with, and things like that. So um, there's a lot of different a lot of different combinations you can make. I mean, you know, Zapier hooks in with things like Salesforce, will hook a, 
hook in with uh, HipChat, we'll hook in with Evernote, uh, your Google Spreadsheets, just a lot of the a lot of the applications that are that are popular nowadays. Um, you, you know, you can go ahead and use Zapier. So you'll see this in the show notes. Um, you know, Zapier to HipChat. You know, what we like to do specifically there, and I probably should have used this as an example, is we like to combine. We like to combine uh, basically any any type of like blog that comes out. So, for example, we, there's there's a few sales blogs that we really enjoy, um, and we like it when we, we want it to have any new blog posts appear in our sales room. Um, we do the same thing with our content marketing room, our our, our pay per click room, and things like that. Um, in in our water cooler room, we might have some inspirational stuff coming out from uh, you know ninety nine ninety nine u, which is a good blog. Um, Zen habits and things like that. So we like to share the information around, and it's it's very good when it's automated like that. Um, and you know, HipChat and Zapier, um, you know, they they make it happen. So that's one important element of it. You know, keep the conversation going. Um, the good thing about HipChat too, and I don't know if Slack does this, is that you can also do video calls. Uh, you can share screens as well, um, and you can also do uh, audio calls as well. And in addition to in addition to using a, a communication tool like HipChat, uh, we also use we also use what do you call it? Oh, we use Squiggle. So Squiggle is a tool that um, will pretty much show everyone you know everyone's picture like every one minute or five minutes or so, and it'll take a screenshot of you. And pretty much it it it's able to establish somewhat of an off office environment where. You know, you're able to walk over to someone and tap them on the shoulder, pretty much. So, what you can do is, when you're logging to Squiggle, you can just click on someone's picture, and then the chat will open up just like that. So you can see who's there, who isn't there, things like that. And you know, initially I thought it might be a little Big Brotherish, but um, you know, it's it's proven to be it's proven to be very very conducive to um, you know establishing establishing a great culture. So you know, a lot of people were hesitant in the beginning as well, um, but everyone's kind of grown to grown to like squiggle so that will also be in the notes too um, you can also do group chats too and just in case you know we also keep uh, we keep Skype going as well um, just in case you know we need to you know if, if any of the services go down we have like a backup plan there so these two communication tools are, are super important for us um, you know the third thing is making sure that we have a we we have a kind of internal wiki that we use so we use uh, Hackpad, and Hackpad is where we document all of our processes when it comes to you know onboarding, hiring, uh, different training processes, and, and things like that. So um, Hackpad is, has been super valuable for us, and you know the great thing about Hackpad is that everything will save um, automatically into you know a Dropbox folder or you know one of your own folders for for safekeeping just in case any anything happens. Um, so Dropbox is important for us, um, and at the same time we. We continue to use uh, we use Google Hangouts and we also use Join.me for our weekly learning sessions. You know, we're always trying to train each other and teach teach new things all the time. So it's important to at least use one of those and keep the communication going there. Um, we also do we also use fifteen five. Uh, fifteen five is a great tool. It's almost uh, it's almost like scaling one on ones across the whole organization. Um, you know, fifteen five is pretty much something that will. Um, Basically, each week I'll send each employee a automated list of questions, and um, you know, probably take them fifteen minutes to write. Um, you know, what kind of how their week has been, what have they accomplished, how are they feeling in general right now? You know, what's way we can, what's one way we can improve the organization? <clears throat> um, so, fifteen five has been useful as well. Um, 
keep in mind most of these all involve a monthly subscription fee so um, just wanted to throw that out there so 15.5 is great there's also another one called tiny pulse tiny pulse is a little different because uh, the all the employee feedback that you get is all anonymous so um, you know that helps too because sometimes you know when when your real name is out there you, you're you're kind of you're not giving all the real feedback that or all, all the real thoughts that you have in, in the back of your mind so um, you know, Tiny Pulse might be interesting for you to try out as well. Um, we certainly used it in the past, but have decided uh, 15.5 is, is, you know, just having 15.5 is sufficient. Um, in addition to that, you know, Dropbox for Enterprise, you can use Google Drive, you can use Box, whatever it is. Just make sure you have, you know, file storage um, handy. Um, that way you can share files across your organization quickly. Um, that's that's super important for us, too. Um so these are kind of the, the tools that we use to, to manage the remote team. But a lot of the processes, you know, personally, you know, being a, being a smaller team, it's very important to, I think even when you get bigger too, it's very important to have one-on-ones. And, you know, these one-on-one meetings, I mean, I mean, I pretty much block out my Monday for these one-on-one meetings. That's how important they are for me. And if I have to miss it, like if I'm traveling or anything, I make sure my assistant schedules the, these back. Because the one-on-one is pretty much the... You know the team members time to to give you their thoughts you know what are they struggling with exactly and things like that and you know i found in the past that one-on-ones um it, it really depends on how you run it and a lot of people say one-on-ones are useless oh we don't need to do it you know we should do it every two weeks or so uh, the, the real thing is you know if the process is broken it's not going to work and i've experienced a lot of bad one-on-ones in the past um and I, you know i i've kind of honed, honed it to honed it down to, to a newer process where um where it's just much more useful now. It's much more fulfilling. You know, I come out of one-on-one meeting not feeling like, <clears throat> not feeling like I wasted time. You know, I come out like, wow, I have some action items. Wow, there's some things to do. Wow, there's some, you know, there's some new things I've I've learned that I I didn't know going into the meeting, and that's super helpful. Um, so first things first, I I recommend probably only having um, you know, let let's say you're your manager or let's say you're the founder, you probably only should have up to eight reports um at a maximum. Um, I think any more than that, then you're starting to spread yourself too thin, and it's really difficult to manage more than eight people. You know, Jeff Bezos talks about the the two pizza teams, and you don't want to go higher than that. It just starts to get a little a little messy. Uh, second thing is, when you go into one on ones, you want to make sure that um, you know you have five questions prepared, and also the team member has five question uh, five questions prepared as well. So when you guys go into the one on one meeting, then you guys can touch upon you know the, the the questions that you have in common first. So those are you know heralded as the most important ones. You cover those first. Then you can cover you know any any other issues that they're facing at the time. Then you can dive into some other things. You know how do you feel about the company? Uh, what can I do to improve? Um, you know how are your objectives and key results going? You know which we can talk about in a second. Um, but it, it's it's things like that to make to, to make sure that you're actually engaging that you're caring about what their problems are and how you might solve them and what i also like to do to hold myself accountable is you know i make a trello board you know you can use uh, asana or whatever project management tool that you like and i will put all the one-on-one notes in there and all the action items in there so things don't fall through the cracks because oftentimes you might go and have a meeting and it's just like oh okay yeah this all sounds great blah 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 and everyone forgets about it um, right after the meeting 
um, you don't want that to happen. So make sure you're setting due dates. Make sure you have this written down somewhere. Make sure you're, you're, you're following up about these things because if you don't follow up, it just shows that you're not serious about it. So, you know, th that's... That's that's the really important bit about about one on ones. It's and if you use Google, you know I'm, I'm sure you can. Um, and we're happy to put some notes in here too. You know how to if you Google how to throw one on ones or how to have an effective one on one meeting, you're going to see some good literature on that. Make sure you really study it and make sure you don't you don't half ass it because it's that that stuff's really important. Um, but anyway, you know we I think in this in this short episode we covered some great tools for for, for managing remote teams. And also the the importance of one on ones, and there's a lot more to talk about when it comes to uh, remote team management. And happy to go into some more details um, in the future. But hope you enjoyed this episode, and hope to see you again in the next one. If you're interested in growing your revenues online and you're tired of ho hum agency work, then it might be time to check out Single Grain. Single Grain is a digital marketing agency ran by yours truly that has helped venture back startups to Fortune 500 companies grow their revenues online. Check out Single Grain at www.singlegrain.com slash grow to get a free resource on eight marketing campaigns that we've used to help companies grow their revenues online, including the one that drove over 1,500% return on investment. This episode is done, but you'll never stop. Visit growtheverywhere.com for more incredible resources and to get your question answered on the next episode of Growth Bites by Growth Everywhere. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.